Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 71, The Room Mom Review. Hello, Mom Fashions listeners. We are circling back to something that we talked about early in this school year, and now we're kind of wrapping up. Not, you know, a few more months, but it's going to go fast. And I had volunteered for the first time this year, really in anything at my kids' school. But and we are so if proud. we're being honest, uh, thank you, Emily Yuri. I volunteered to be my daughter's first grade room parent, and Mm -hmm. it really felt like a big deal at the beginning because... Yeah, it was a big deal. It's not really a few months away. We get out of school next month. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? School's over. It's crazy. In a few weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My husband is normally the one that goes and Mm -hmm. does things, and so this was a big year for me. You're just... You're just tricking yourself into thinking you've got more oh months gosh. left. I, yes, <laughs> I would like it to be It's plural. like six weeks or less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, not yeah. think about Here comes summer. <laughs> just yet. Just okay. yet. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Brad. Okay, yeah. so, but Emily, you have been a room parent every year, right? No, not every year. I was the snack mom in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I was nothing for Anna's first grade year. Second grade room mom, third grade nothing, fourth grade room mom. And then for Louisa, I was the snack mom for kindergarten. And now I, we both have first graders, I am the room parent co-room parent for her first for Louisa's first grade class okay so during my entire parental elementary career that means two years I was not in the you know room parent job Mm -hmm. role but all that to say yeah yeah, I've done done it a few times a lot a lot okay let's start with What are your tips for people who are doing this for the first time as somebody who is seasoned in this role? (laughs) Please. (laughs) What uh, what wisdom do you have for first time room parents? Well, understand what the heck the actual expectations are, because I bet if I you and I right now were to list off. What you did as a room mom and what I did as a room mom, there would be lots of differences because every school has just a different understanding. Like some are really structured and specific Mm -hmm. and others, it's kind of more open ended. And then it also kind of depends on what relationship you have with the teacher, you know, and who the teacher is. Yeah. So just kind of finding out what the specifics are before you mm-hmm. sign up is good. And then also kind of figuring out like what the teacher's preferences are. Mm-hmm. 
you know, before you just go in like a bulldozer. Just having good communication with the teacher and remembering that it's like a support, Mm -hmm. like service role that you're trying to support the teacher. Those are my main tips. So as we are ending your first year as being a room parent, what was your experience Mm -hmm. like? Like, what did you think about it? What have you learned? Give us your report. Right. Okay. So I think at the beginning and kind of all along, I've had this mental image of a room parent or a PTA mom who is someone who is like, they're always there. They're on time. Their kids are in a million things and they're all there every time. And they're, you know, and I'm like, how does this woman sleep? Like, that's the image, you know, (laughs) of the woman that. I feel like does stuff at their kid's school, you know, someone who like has their stuff together, you know, that was part of my intimidation, but I have to say one, I think this was a great year to do it for the first time because we're still kind of easing out of all of our COVID restrictions. So there were really only two big things that were expected of me. Um, One was our holiday party, and the second is our school does a um, silent auction every year, and your class provides Mm -hmm. a basket, some kind of themed basket. So those were the two things that were required of me. And I came on kind of late in the year, so there was kind of a mad rush uh, to get those things done, but I was excited, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. So first of all... The best thing for me was to just really communicate with the teacher and find out what her expectations were and kind of get Mm -hmm, a feel for like her personality and how she functions. Mm -hmm. And she um, she was very like low key, you know, down to earth. Like it's fine if you bring in some little Debbie snacks and some Capri Suns and we you know, play some Christmas music. Like that is the extent of what you have to do, you know? Yeah. So that was really nice. She was also very like hands off in the sense of here are the things we need a holiday party. We need a basket. Then just kind of let me run with it. Um, So I felt like the teacher and I had a really good rapport from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know that I have good like advice for someone who maybe doesn't have that situation. But I think Mm -hmm. the biggest takeaway that I got from this is like you should play to your strengths. There were things that for me were really important and I kind of knew those going into it. One was that anything we did activity wise that it didn't cost the families very much to do because you know we are while we are in kind of a middle class neighborhood I know that there's a whole spectrum of financial demographic. And so I want to make sure that that nobody feels put out. Also, it's the holidays. Everybody's spending a lot of money. So like cheap, you know. So what kind of things would parents have to spend money on? So typically every year for a holiday party or like a Valentine's party, they contribute a certain amount of money. Each kid brings in money and that helps to pay for snacks 
um, any kind of goodies, oh. games, stuff like that. So that's how our school See, functions. See, we don't do that. That's yeah. nice. Oh, so who pays for it then, though? The room mom. You pay for all of it. Oh, yes. dang. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or you get volunteers. So like for the holiday party. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's so different yeah. at different schools. For the holiday party, we are expected to plan a 45-minute party. Wow. And then you kind of have to get there about 30 minutes before so you can set up. So you're expected to bring plates, napkins, some sort of drink, and then some snack. And then you have a um, game with prizes mm-hmm. right, to win. Mm-hmm. So for the Christmas holiday party, I bought a holiday bingo set because I'd made some before and I was like, I'm just going to buy this because I'm probably going to use it for Louisa's class for like a few more years. Yeah. Like I will oh, use yeah. this again. But then I got other moms. So one mom would volunteer to bring the cookies and then the napkins. So they would, I don't necessarily have to pay for all of it, but if nobody volunteered, I would. Yeah. So ever other people bring stuff like to volunteer. And then we kind of, you know, facilitate the party. So, like, they usually take the kids outside. They come back in. We spend some time just having a snack. And then we take time to play the game. The winners get prizes. The tough part is being a room mom for, like, third, fourth, and fifth graders. Because you have to have much more, like, complicated games than bingo. Or you'll lose, you know. Yeah. We do chip in money because the room mom is responsible for um, organizing a gift for the teacher. Okay. So usually you would collect money for that. Mm -hmm. And then you would, like, we gave her a plant that had gift cards in it from the money that we collected. That's a good idea. Yeah. That actually makes me, I should write that down. Maybe an end of the year gift. So the room mom at your school typically foots most of the bill for those things then um yes okay okay Mm -hmm. or you ask for volunteers just to get the food Mm -hmm. and stuff like Mm -hmm. that yeah okay and then you kind of collect money you would be expected to do that for her birthday for the holiday gift for teacher appreciation week oh man and for the end of Mm -hmm. year Mm-hmm. I probably have failed a lot of those things as a room mom. <laughs> but it's not built into your instructions, right? Yeah. So, so that's not just things that we think of. It's We get an instruction packet of like there. what you're, that's included. Wow. Plus you have to get volunteers for the carnival every year. Mm-hmm. They used to have this thing, thank God they don't do anymore, where you had to decorate their door for teacher, teacher appreciation. And then at our school, you make a sign-up genius for teacher appreciation. One day, some parent volunteers to bring her lunch. Another day, somebody brings her a drink at pickup. Another day, somebody brings her breakfast. Like So wow. for four days, each individual family signs up to do something. And on the last day is then whenever you give the teacher the class gift. Wow. And there's all these emails you have to send out about the Mm -hmm. auction, like about volunteering for field day, splash day. like. And we also have to do, we do three parties in a year. Yeah. 
You have to do the holiday party, the Valentine's party, and then we have to host an end of the year party off site. Whoa. So Anna's fifth grade class is having a pool party at one of their friend's house. We haven't decided what our end of the year party is going to be yet because I was waiting to see when all the fifth grade stuff was happening. Wow. Wow. But the thing I don't like, there is all of this, (laughs) but my expectations going into being a room mom would have been to support the teacher. Mm -hmm. So like, does she need me to help her cut out stuff? Mm -hmm. Are there any supplies that she needs, like she's run out of or she needs help with? But at our school, it's so event and activity focused that I think the downfall is there's not a lot of support Mm -hmm. for the teacher actually in the classroom. Like, do you want some copies made? Like, that kind of stuff. That was something that I made myself available for, but I think we have volunteers at the school that do a lot of that. But I am blown away by the amount of things that are expected of, of oh, the room moms Oh, and I forgot school. to mention, the, the room moms also decorate the entire school for the holidays. Oh, my gosh. So it's called Deck the Halls. You go up. It lasts all day. You put the Christmas tree up for your child's class. Then there's a first grade Christmas tree, so we decorate that. They put, like, big, what is it called, like, the garland swags, Mm -hmm. like, in all the different rooms and in the hallways. Oh, my gosh. We do all of that. And then after the Christmas party, on that last day of school before break, you take all of it down. Wow. I wish people could see the face that. (laughs) 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 Yes. I'm going to say I don't think those things go on at our school. We've never received any kind of information about that. Now, I am fully aware that a lot of work gets done that I am not privy to. It may just be like different committees and different things from the PTA. But I mean, there's we have like maybe a Christmas tree up at Christmas, but beyond that, nothing crazy. This episode is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource to encourage and inspire moms in North Texas and all over the world. So my expectations going in were to be helpful to the teacher in whatever way she needed. And then um, what I was told were just the basket and the holiday party. And then they were um, they actually ended up not doing a Valentine's party they exchange cards but that was the extent of it so for the holiday party I like I said I kind of I looked at what are the things that are important I want it to be inexpensive for families because we do pitch Mm in um I want it to be simple like it was really short I think we had 30 minutes total I like that you're that they go outside for a little bit I think that takes up a good amount of Mm -hmm. time I went to we have an Amazon return store near my house And they had these bags of like little fidget toys still wrapped up. I mean, probably like 50 of them just all in their little wrapping. And I got them for like three bucks. Oh, wow. And then I went to the dollar store and I got some decorations and I got, you know, some little Debbie snacks and some drinks. And then for the game that we did, I actually just took all of those little fidget toys and I made like a Christmas tree out of red solo cups and tissue paper and the kids got to go and like punch one out and 
get a oh, toy. It was fun. really simple. Like, and you're right for yeah. older kids that probably wouldn't have flown right but it was it mm-hmm. was very hands-off it was very easy and then for the craft I taught them how to make oh yeah we have to do a craft yeah, too I forgot yeah. about I that I taught them how to make snowflakes that's my least favorite part yeah yeah I'm yeah. not super crafty but we did paper snowflakes and so I just I taught them how to fold them and cut them and then you open them and it's like magic because it's a snowflake right yeah, uh, and so fun, yeah. that was really it and we got a book for the teacher and I think I requested three dollars from each student and still mm-hmm. had enough money left at the end that I will put toward the basket like the actual basket for and that's your big like pta fundraiser right your auction yes and so for that i actually used my fort worth mom skills and i just reached out to a bunch of um local like locally Mm -hmm. owned stores and i said hey we're doing this fundraiser uh would you be willing to donate either an item or a gift card worth $15. And then my theme Mm -hmm. is shop local. And so I've got gift cards and items from, you know, people within, like within our neighborhood. And so, you know, like my idea was like, you know, you get your name out there. We get this stuff for free. It doesn't cost our families a lot, you know. Um, And then with Mm -hmm. the money that I had left over from the party, then I'm going to get, I think, just a plant and just stick all of the the gift cards in it and call it good yeah because it's that's still great. a great yeah, idea it's still like like 150 dollars worth of gift cards yeah my biggest thing was like we need to make this easy on the teacher and easy on people's finances i think that it went really well the teacher actually said that it was the best holiday party she had ever had look at I that know. it is going down in infamy now i mean there's no way of knowing what her other holiday parties were like or whatever. But uh, I I felt affirmed and that was what was important in the moment. Good, good. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. And I enjoyed being, just being a part of stuff with my kid. And it's been so nice to like have faces for the names that she comes home and talks about her friends, you know, and to be able to meet their families. That has been really sweet. Because it's a whole other world that my kid lives in that I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. get to go in very often. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love, I am not the stereotypical image of a room mom that you described at the beginning. And nobody probably is. It's always that ideal mom, right? Yeah. Yes, or what you think someone's kind of doing. But I'm also not the mom who ever really wanted to be part of the PTA. Mm-hmm. Not because I think there's, I think PTAs and PTOs are wonderful and my appreciation has grown for them. And it was never like a judgment on their part. To me, I think I assumed it used skill sets that I didn't have or I didn't enjoy, mm-hmm. like decorating a door. I hate crafts. Like I hate doing those kinds of things. Like if that's what it is, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I have found ways, like you said, going to my strengths. So volunteering for the things I do enjoy, mm-hmm. or if there is an aspect of it that I don't, then finding someone who does yeah. and who will 
do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like the year that I did have to decorate a door, I just put it out there. Hey, we need to volunteer for this. Oh, yeah. And a mom volunteered, you know, that she liked that. But the bonus to me is having that connection to the adults that are in my children's lives during a day, like making bridges in those relationships. Mm -hmm. And also as well, like getting to know the kids, too, you know, because she's going to be with most of these kids for a long time. Yeah. And I think it does a lot for our children, maybe in ways we don't quite see. I agree. So are you going to do it again? Yeah, absolutely. At your school, can you do it two years in a row? I have no idea. But apparently we we are like the low-key version of your school. So I really don't know if I can do it two years in a row, but <laughs> see, I'll like, volunteer this is again. Funny, is that you can't be a room mom for the same child two years in a row hmm. because there are so many moms that want to be room moms that you can't take a monopoly on a kid's room. <laughs> so I can't be a room mom for Louisa in second grade. Now, if Anna was still at school there, I could. So I was Anna's room mom in fourth mm-hmm. grade, but I could not be a room mom in fifth grade, which would be this year. So then I became Louisa's room mom. Man, psycho we, we do not live very <laughs> far from each other, but we live in different worlds. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of volunteering yes. happening at our kids' yes. elementary school. Yes. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And no, so. it isn't a bad thing. And I will say, like, after the pandemic, though, I think the volunteering has gone down because, like, I used to have when the library volunteer calendar comes out at the beginning of every month, I used to have to be like at my computer mm-hmm. the second it would come out if I wanted to get a slot during my children's class times. Wow. And I don't have to do that now. In fact, I would say there are a lot of slots that don't go filled every year or every month just because I think there is an element of people have gotten out of like the habit of being inside the schools and volunteering Mm -hmm. and just so many things changed yeah like after pandemic life that we still have above average volunteers for sure but it's not quite the same as it was pre-pandemic I'd be interested to see the difference in different schools in different areas and different demographics, what it looks like for volunteers, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The difference is, I think, between the amount of stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. you have. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I think that's your big deciding factor. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely kind of what I was thinking yeah, because having the time to do it even. Now, I I will say I did not like do a call for volunteers because every like there really wasn't that much stuff to do. But I made it very clear that like any parents that wanted to help, you know, hit me up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I did. I mean, it was interesting because our class didn't have a room mom. And that's why I was called. I will say like, People were just ready to to help out in other ways. You know, I had a mom email me and she was like, I have a bunch of paper plates and, you know, napkins and stuff left over from our Christmas party. Do you want them for the party? You know, um, just mm-hmm. things like yeah. that where it was like another mom was like, I, you know, I'm going to pitch in an extra such and such amount 
just to make sure that you know, if there are kids that don't have the money, it's covered, covered, you know. So people were definitely willing to help. And I think that will be something that I do in the future is just kind of give people the room to work in their strengths as well, because we all have different capacities and different seasons. And I mean, it was good. I was not sure it would be, but it was a really good experience. So you give it an A A plus. Yeah, I'll do it again. Although I have to say, if I was at your school, I might be singing a different tune. <laughs> so <laughs> I, every school is different. Yes. We could literally have <laughs> 10 moms representing 10 schools and it would be all over oh, yeah. the board. Oh, yeah. In fact, I know like there our school split a couple years back mm-hmm. and I believe that the other school has even more strenuous room mom PTA expectations Mm -mm. than our school does. Mm -mm. Because there was some stuff that we cut out. Like this year has been the first, like the 2021-2022 school year is the first sort of back to normal Mm -hmm. we had because the 2020-21 school year, we couldn't be in the building and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like your room mom responsibilities for that was really different. Like we couldn't go to the parties, but we had to like, we would collect the game, the -hmm. craft, the snack, and we would deliver it to the school that morning. And then the teacher did it in the room. Wow. (laughs) Or like virtual actually we had to do it before because they sent packets home to virtual kids so that they could participate yeah so this is our first year at full force after the split after the pandemic of being into what our new normal like pta Mm -hmm. things are because really a room mom is just a representative of the pta for each class yeah yeah i'm gonna stick with my with my chill (laughs) You don't want to transfer? No, I'm good. I'm good. I know it's quality <laughs> education, but I'll I'll stay with What's my... gonna what <laughs> what you're gonna die about is if next year you sign back up and they're like, okay, this year we're gonna right. get back to our regularly scheduled Ooh. stuff. Last year was really light because of the pandemic. Right? This year we're getting back to our regular. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Oh, it probably <laughs> will. And I'll be like, uh, never mind. <laughs> I have uh, things. Too late. I have things happening all year. Yeah. Sorry. Got to, you know, wash my hair. Stuff. That's so funny. <laughs> well, we are pro somehow, some way, volunteer or be involved with your kid's school. Yeah. At least I am. Yeah, I am. You know, I and am. I am a working mom. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't... I have flexibility in my job where, you know, sometimes I can pick things that I want to do, but I mean, I don't have the availability to be up there every week. Yeah. I am up there maybe every other week and I try to pick one thing Mm -hmm. to do. And that usually involves like volunteering during my kids' library time. So it's like a 45 minute slot. Yeah. Or doing um, another 45 minute slot for like think tank but Mm -hmm. there are some things that they have as volunteer options that I'll never do because I couldn't handle it like I wouldn't enjoy Mm -hmm. it and it wouldn't be my you know skill set you do not want me being a copy mom I (laughs) assure you well and I think too it all goes back to play to your strengths and your capacity in your season so if you are a full-time working single mom and all you can do is send you know some graham crackers or whatever it is yeah then do that's great you know and if you can't Mm -hmm. do anything 
then don't do anything. It's okay. Like I have gone years and years and years of literally anything that was needed. If my husband didn't do it, it didn't get done because I had kids at home and it just wasn't possible. It all comes back to grace as always. All right. See you next time. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.